0: Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of Tour Talk. We have history in the making as the balls are in the air for the United States Women's Open at iconic Pebble Beach. And it's great to have one of my favorites on today. We normally check in with her on Saturday for one of her great golf tips, but today I can't think of a better person to talk to than LPGA member, Hall of Famer, Kay McMahon on this momentous major moment. Good morning, Kay.
1: Good morning, Holly G. You're right about being very momentous, and it's a great day, and it's Thursday, and it's the first day of the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach. That's Awesome.
0: I know you know a lot about this golf course. Uh, You played a lot of golf out in California in your day. This is something that's been a long time coming for the women to have the best players in the women's game playing at such a historic, iconic, revered course as Pebble Beach. Uh, This is, uh, you know, just a huge leap Forward for the women's game and for women's championship golf.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's Pebble Beach is probably people always ask what's my favorite golf course, and that is my favorite all-time golf course. Uh, we were fortunate back in the days, you say, when I was an amateur, we got to play for the California State Amateur, and the uniqueness about Pebble Beach, the ocean, the changing conditions. But the layout is just extraordinary, too. There's not one hole that's the same, and every hole is is a challenge. Uh, The greens are immaculate. Uh, They're all different. There's a lot of break, as they would say, to the ocean. Um, You really have to have all parts of your game, and and you'll have to hit every club in your bag to play this
0: golf course. Well, we know there have been plenty of top ten shots made at Pebble Beach, uh, ones that fill our memory bank from, of course, I would say probably the number one best shot, which was Tom Watson's uh, chip in on number 17 in the final round of the 1982 U.S. Open when he was tied for the lead with Jack Nicklaus, and uh, a likely bogey would have dropped him one back, and then he went on to birdie 18 to, to capture the championship. And Nicholas, as well, had a shot of the day himself when he hit a one-iron into 17 and had a birdie putt, tap-in birdie, in the 72 Open, which was the first time the U.S. Open was played at Pebble Beach. So, so many great holes we can think of, you know, the par three, number seven, which those of us who have been fortunate enough to play that hole, Kay, can, you know, be anywhere from, what, a pitching wedge to uh, probably a, a three-wood, <laughs> depending on the weather.
1: Well, I can't go back to, to my days of playing. and The first day of play, I hit a, a pitching wedge. It's 98 yards for those people that have never played Pebble Beach, and it's surrounded by, it's number seven, it's surrounded by about six bunkers in the ocean, and, and three-quarters oh. of it. So I hit a pitching wedge long into the back bunker the first day. The second day I hit a three iron short into the front bunker. So that's how much the, the the wind has changed. But I think you know when you talk about Watson and Nicholas and you know number seventeen, well hitting a one iron if you can imagine how long that was for them then. But the men have been playing there. There's been the AT&T Open, you know, the Clambake. Um, but for the women now to be playing there at a very this prestigious golf course is just an, an elevation for the women's game. And I th- wish every woman was going to be watching this today because you've got some of the name great players out there, and the young new players coming up are just spectacular. And I think we are just going to have an exciting, exciting four days.
0: Well. Annika Sorenstam is playing, who has made more history than any other female player alive. We have Michelle Wee, who is going to play her final U.S. Open. Michelle breaking through when she won in Pinehurst, and of course, as we know, was uh, you know had that amazing uh, uh, round when she played in a P.G. Tour event and shot 68 only to uh, miss the cut by one. I mean, that was groundbreaking, Kay.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. And uh, she has, you know, she started out as a very young player, shy, very supervised with her parents. And she's grown into just a great spokesperson for women's golf, for equal pay. um, And uh, now she's got, you know, a baby and she's married and but she's still playing competitive golf, and which is great. And she's just a great spokesperson, plus a great game. I mean, she still has a great game and very enthusiastic about this. But also, when you mention Annika uh, and the interview by her, she was just thrilled to be, you know, playing there, invited to play there because of her, um, what she's done in the game all of her life and what she really stands for. Uh, and so for her to be playing um she asked if she was going to win, and she says, well, they're all hitting it. seems to be hitting it a little bit longer than I am today. So she's feeling some of the, the things that the rest of us do in, in aging out a little bit.
0: Yeah, no no doubt about that. And um, like you said, so many of these players continuing to give so much of their time and efforts to uh, to continue to growing the game post their careers. I thought it was uh, interesting. In her press conference, Michelle, we said – Uh, you'd best believe I'm not doing another putting drill for the rest of my life if I don't need to on her retirement (laughs) plans. I thought that was great.
1: No, and she was talking also in her interview about gardening and and doing something about their tomatoes or something like this. So she's she's looking for kind of a quiet life because – you know i wake up every morning thinking i got to go look at another 3 foot putt so we can kind of understand that we,
0: just, we know like, she had her, her share of putting woes which uh probably impacted you know her her major wins right uh because we all know you got to you got to be able to make those putts and uh you know she she went to various putters and various techniques and you know, the, especially the one where she was half bent over, which I don't know about you, but certainly gave me a backache.
1: <laughs> well, I think, yes, when she did that, she really, she was looking for the secret. And I think her theory at that time when she really bent over for putting, when she said, well, all the great putters seem to be shorter. And since I'm tall, I just bent over so I could get closer to the ground. I'm not sure if that was the correct theory, but she tried it. So she was willing to try a number of different things.
0: Interesting. As you were mentioning, uh, the passing of the baton, so to speak, we have Rose Zhang, who is, you know, the the rising rock star already. In just a few tournaments, having turned professional with one victory already. Okay, it's just exciting to see all of these women coming together, and uh, for you know some of the younger ones to meet their their idols.
1: Sure. Is um, you know for her, her debut, I think she won the her one of her junior tournaments there too. So she's got some experience on this golf course, which I think will actually help. Um, so yes, there's some big new name players really coming up, and Rose has really taken the um, the, the golf world by storm. Um, but you've got some other ones that really want to win this, and so I think yeah. it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be a very Low round, we predict that it's going to be under par, maybe seven or eight under par.
0: All right. Very interesting. Well, uh, they have, uh, I think, done their best to let Pebble Beach be Pebble Beach and not play around too much with, uh, you know, new tees or, you know, uh, so, you know, tricking up the setup, so to speak. Kay, hey, what do you what do you think? How's it How's it going to play?
1: The USGA at times has, has narrowed the fairways, made them really hard, made the greens really fast, and the and the uh, the rough has been very very high. I think all that's going to somewhat come into play, but Pebble Beach is going to play Pebble Beach. The weather can actually make it change. Um, it's interesting because they're playing at about 6,500 yards, which isn't exceptionally long, but the uniqueness to think about Pebble Beach is that there's some short par fours that you can you can actually reach but you really it's a high risk if you have if you have to. Um, there's the par fives which are a risk reward also which is kind of interesting. A lot of the greens are very small for the short par fours. Um, some of the holes next to the ocean really if there's any wind. Uh, so you really have to learn how to hit, like I said earlier, a lot of different shots and you're going to have to hit every club in your bag and you're definitely going to have to know your yardages because even the greens are all different shapes and the um, uh, the thing I think that that's going to be kind of interesting is if they get any of the caddies that are the normal caddies at Pebble Beach, they have, they're probably are, are picking each other's brains regarding the greens.
0: Good point. So who are you looking at? If you can uh, just share with my uh, listeners some of the the women to be watching.
1: Well, if I had my choice, well, I would like to say it would be really fun. And we already mentioned Annika, um, but it would be fun to really see her be in the top. Um, Let's well, say in the top five because I think it'd it would make it very exciting. I think uh, uh, Lydia Cole is going to be up there because um, she lives, I think, close to there. Uh again, I said Rose Yang, um
0: Lexi Thompson, she's having a pretty pretty good year she's she and Jennifer Cupcho, who is uh six in the uh race to the c m e standings
1: um, I think you've got some other hidden ones in there. I think uh Brittany Lanceone will actually probably uh show pretty well too um she's a pretty steady player,
0: so yeah you know, of course you've got the courted sisters,
1: yeah, you've got Minji Lee was very good. Um, uh, Jin, Jin Young Ko is also exceptionally going to be a great player up there. Like I also said, you've got Lydia Ko was um, a great spokesperson also for talking about the purse increases and what this really means to the LPGA. Um, so I think those are some of the ones that you can be watching. I think the other thing that's very interesting, I think you brought this up too, is the coverage is going to be very good. We've got a couple of women on uh, the Golf Channel who are doing great coverage and great interviews um, with the players and really bringing the stories to life too. So people get to know more of the players. Uh, I know that one of the things that asked, I think, of Michelle Lee is how can we make this a better, What? What? where is the LPGA and where can women's golf be? And she said we need more eyeballs on what they can do. And I think that that's the way that these young players, young youngsters, kids can can see their new heroes coming up.
0: Yeah, they, kudos, yes, uh, very much to the Golf Channel. They have given it uh, the, the Women's Open extensive coverage. Uh, they have been bringing different players uh, to, you know, Golf Central so that we are getting... look at some of these players up close and personal because uh, let's face it you know they they don't get the same amount of time and you know therefore we don't know these players as well they're not necessarily household names and uh, to just get into their their minds a little bit uh, they were asking Daniel Kang about you know how she was going about her practice rounds and how she was mentally preparing, and you know, it was very interesting to see how on one particular hole, I'm not sure if it was number six, but she was saying, you know, if I if I'm 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 on the right side, I'm dead. How she was just looking to take that out of play um, completely. And you know, it it was fascinating to listen to some of of uh, these women and and how they're going about uh, their their course strategy.
1: Well, I think that's right, and that's why they're put, when they're playing their practice rounds because there's a lot of different ways that you can play Pebble and you can pick up strokes. And I mean, like the year that you know Tiger won, I think it was by 16 strokes. It was just you know because he knew the golf course also. They've got some great pairings that are going on too. Um, with one of them like you mentioned Brooke Henderson Rose Zhang and Lydia Ko are going to be playing together so it's going to be exciting you have also got that another early morning pairing today which they're three hours different from the east coast here is Annika Sorenstam, Michelle Wee and In Chung so um, there's going to be some great pairings and some fun I think there'll be what you'll see in women's sports too is a lot of camaraderie there'll be a lot of they'll be very serious about how they're playing but they're, they're cheering each other on and just excited to be there
0: yeah absolutely um and we're going to get to see golf in prime time Kay. and there's nothing better than that
1: <laughs> that was all well, we got to really put this on and get more people to encourage to watch women's golf and and, and support women's golf because it's great it's and and A lot of my clients, too, they say, I just had a lesson yesterday, and he said, I'd rather watch women's golf because I can see the swings and their forms look so much better. They're not just overpowering the ball all the time. So I think that that's great. So we want a lot of men watching women's golf also.
0: And, uh, however, these days, the uh, the way they bomb it off the tee, they can stand against a lot of the men out there on tour for sure. Uh, which um, we're going to get to see this this uh, winter, Kay, when they bring back the mixed teams. That's going to be super exciting.
1: Well, it's kind of interesting you talk about, you know, women hitting it so far today. And if you really go pound for pound, they're actually probably hitting it farther than men do in, in a way because, you know, if I could, I can't bench press and, or I'm not as strong as a man, but proportionately, you know, they're hitting it 270, 290. And men are just a little over 300, so um, men are a lot stronger, but proportionally we're actually, women, these women players are actually hitting it farther.
0: Well, it's it's going to be super exciting. You can uh, check out the wall-to-wall coverage uh, courtesy of the Golf Channel as well as the uh, network TV coverage this weekend. And, by the way, the winner uh, is going to receive an additional – $2 million uh, above what they paid last year. Uh, pretty exciting that the purse increase continues to rise. And the USGA CEO, Mike Wan, who used to be uh, the commissioner at the LPGA, continuing to just do good things for women's golf.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. You know, coming from being the commissioner of the LPGA and now for the USGA, he, he is definitely all for women's golf. He's for golf overall, but he is also very much d- d- behind women's golf. Um, so it's, 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 it's the purses are increasing. The places that they're p- going to be playing are, are more prestigious, and it's going to just elevate elevate the game totally all the way around.
0: Well, the USGA president, Fred Purpal, he said yesterday in the press conference, Quote, equality takes on a lot of different meanings to us, not just the purse, but I think if we keep working on that process, eventually we get more eyeballs, we get more interest, we have the economics rise, and then it's easier for the purse to, as well. Some of this is part of the process, and some of it is part of the journey, and not only the destination. Great leadership going on there at the USGA."
1: Oh, I I totally agree. I mean, yeah. And if you think about, you know, where women's golf with our 13 founding members started from just wanting to play golf and starting an association by themselves, where it's come to, it's, it's really amazing. And it's great leadership at the USGA and at the LPGA also. Well, Kate,
0: always a pleasure to speak with you. Tune in to the 78th U.S. Women's Open this week and weekend at Pebble Beach in the beautiful Monterey Peninsula in California. Thank you, Kay, so much for your time.